Is this is this one on? Yeah. yeah. Well, as uh, Ruben said before, it's a, it's a bit of a hard transition to make from from that to uh, to to this, but. Um, the Lord will help me. <laughs> and uh, let's just pray. Lord, we, we ask that you would uh, illuminate our eyes, that you would give us inspiration by the Holy Spirit. And Lord, that the words that I speak would be the words that you would speak to us. And Lord, that uh, the needs and the uh, attitudes, the strongholds that are in our minds, Lord, would be broken down and replaced with your truth. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, we can see that uh, men and women are different, aren't we? Quite different. I, 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 don't, even, I don't even carry a handbag, you know. Uh, if, if we could turn to Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27... Yep, that's the one... Then God said, let us, and I'm just going to add a few words in there, um, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, let us make man, humanity, mankind, humans, in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And it would seem that the, the writer, which I think is Moses, um, is laboring on this point that God made us different. But he made both of us in the image of of God. And there's no um, rank here in the sense of one is superior to the other, that both men and women, male and female, are in the image of God. So that means that God's image, we're not talking about physical here, are we? Because God is a spirit. And the only way we can approach God is through the Spirit. So we're not talking about a physical thing, but we're talking about the attributes of God. So the attributes of God are put into male and female, man and woman. And we've just said that men and women are quite different. But together we make up a unity. The two shall become one. And in the image of God, we become one in the image of God. So I just would like us to explore some of these um, attributes that, that women have that are also attributes of God. A little definition here, humans are in the image of God in their moral, spiritual, 
and intellectual nature, able to think, able to have dominion, self-actualize, make their own choices, create, and with humans procreate, to be fruitful and multiply, Jesus, the Son of God, is the perfect image of God. So if we want to study what the characteristics of God, the Father and the Holy Spirit is, we look at the definitions of Jesus. If we could have um, Colossians 1, 15 and 19, this will bear out. There are many, many scriptures which uh, bear out this, this truth. Uh, Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God. And again in verse 19, For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell. So that's the perfect image of God. We're not the same, but we have unity in doing the function that we were created for. The Holy Spirit is not the same as the Father, and the Son is not the same as the Holy Spirit, but they're all one. The Dark Ages and many other ages, uh, men have liked to have thought that they were superior, possibly because they were physically, mostly in general, stronger than women. And this has been borne out, uh, this has caused subjugation of women and uh, woman abuse and all the rest because men in their broken state have tried to subjugate and rule over women. But the commission was to women and men to be equal. You know... Um, when it comes to mothers, uh, which is what today's about, isn't it? Um, in childbearing, the mothers, I believe, have a bring out the feminine attributes of God. And the effect on babies, even in the womb, uh, they have an effect on, on us on us all. Every single one of us here have been born of a woman. Not one of us has been born outside of that. So these attributes medically, scientifically, have been proven to uh, enhance a child's physical well-being, enhance a child's mental growth, their, their connection of their neurons, neurons and their neurons and their brain function and all these things are greatly influenced by those early first five years of a child's development. Their feelings of themselves, their, their, in fact, their image of God and the attributes of God are brought out in the mother as she nurtures and cares for her child and shows that love, that tenderness, that sweetness, um, that whole aspect that is, um, 
you might say feminine, but it's, of, it's the image of God. I'll just quickly go through some scriptures here um, that speak about God in a, in a feminine sense. This might be hard for us to, some of us to understand, but this is God comforts his people. Now, when I say these things, these are all attributes of good mothers, isn't it? Uh, God comforts his people like a mother comforts her child. It's Isaiah 66, 13. Like a woman would never forget her nursing child, God will not forget his children. Amen. Isaiah forty nine fifteen. God is like a mother eagle hovering over her young. Deuteronomy thirty two eleven. God seeks the lost like a housekeeper trying to find her lost coin. Luke fifteen eight to ten. God cares for his people like a midwife that cares for the child she has delivered. And there's a number of Psalms about that. Psalms twenty two verses nine to ten. God experiences the fury of a mother bear robbed of her cubs. Hosea 13.8 Jesus longed for the people of Jerusalem like a mother hen longs to gather her hens under her wings. Isn't that a beautiful picture of the nurturing, caring aspects of God? And he still longs for us. The Holy Spirit yearns for us. He still longs for us. And those that have not come to the Lord yet, the Holy Spirit is out there seeking, yearning, trying to bring you to the Father. For no man can come to the Father except the Spirit draws him. And this is the nurturing, caring, leading part of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And this, this is what Jesus said about the scribes and the Pharisees and the people of, his, of Israel when he was here. And it says he came unto his own, but his own received him not. And this is what Jesus said, that he longed like a mother hen to gather his children, to gather humanity to him. Um, so these are all aspects on traits, if you like, of, of motherhood. And you can see that these are all in, in the Father because they share the image of God. I just draw your attention too to 1 Corinthians 13 verses 4 to 7. And most of you will know what the scripture is about, is, is about love, but it's also about the attributes of, of a mother, a good mother. Love is patient. And what mother here would realize that that is such a virtue to have when you're bringing up children? Patience. Um, and often much more patience than men would have. <laughs> um, but it is a gift, it is a fruit of the Spirit. Um, love is kind, does not envy, does not boast, is not proud, does, dis uh, does not dishonor others, is not self-seeking, is not easily angered, keeps no record of wrongs. Mothers wouldn't get very far, would they, if they remembered every single wrong that their child did? 
it would be a, a pretty toxic relationship, wouldn't it, after not many years. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, not easily angered, keeps no record of wrongs, not delight in evil, does not delight in evil, rejoices with the truth and always protects, trusts and always hopes, always preserves or perseveres. So this is the fruit of the Holy Spirit and this is the fruit, if you like, that needs to be in mothers and fathers because this is the sort of feminine, caring, nurturing part of God and it is the Spirit of God. And Jesus said, Without me, you can do nothing. And there can be many of us, mothers and fathers, but we'll concentrate on mothers today, (laughs) um, that say, well, I can't do this. I've got to a point where I can't handle this anymore. And probably all of us have done that uh, as mothers, have got to that point. This is where we cry out to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because we can't do we can't do the works of God without the Spirit of God. We can't do it. It's an impossibility. We can discipline ourselves as much as we like, but unless we have the nature of Christ within us and the fruit of the Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit in us, we can't be the mothers and the fathers that we need to be to our children. And we and mothers have a more opportunity to demonstrate the image of God than, than the father mostly because they often are the ones that are with the child from birth right through. And uh, I, I would really like to um, honour mothers here today and um, mothers past and present. The Bible says in Ephesians 6, verses 1 to 3, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honour your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, which it may may be well with you, and that you may live long on the earth. And it goes on about the fathers as well. But um, this honour is something that... um, is part of the Ten Commandments. And there's a lot of dishonouring of parents, a lot of disobedience to parents. And, um, and we as a, a church, a body of Christ, should be ones that portray the family of God and the discipline of God and the honouring of women and the honouring of men. But the honouring of women, and it's something that is pulled down. You know, a lot of women think in the world think, well, I'm going to pursue my career. My career is more important to me than my children. So they'll put a, pre- um, put a preeminence on that and not in nurturing their child. Um, and I know that there are lots of very good daycare centres and so on, but I believe that God has put in mothers the ability to nurture and to bring up their children in such a way which will affect their invest in their lives and sow seeds in their lives for the whole of life. And some here might think, well, I didn't really have a good mother. Um, 
But the Bible says you're to honour them anyway. You're to love them anyway. And, uh, you know, there's no excuse. It says, well, Jesus says, love your enemies. (laughs) So you might think that your mother was your enemy, but God says love them anyway and honour them because they were the ones that brought you into this earth, into into being. And uh, so I would encourage you with that this morning. It's got a wonderful promise because it changes our whole attitude and our whole life uh, when we honour our parents and we honour our, our mothers. Uh, I, had a, I had a wonderful mother. I've got no access, access to grind in that department at all. Um, and she beautifully portrayed all these attributes uh, that we've read out this morning. Um, I think I'll just finish it there. We've probably had had enough this morning. Um, but uh, it, it was my privilege to, to preach on these things and um, just to honour women and, and believe that we be encouraged, woman, that mothers, that... It is a life sentence being having children. <laughs> In a sense, you're always a mother, aren't you? And you're always a father. Um, your role might change throughout life, but in essence, you're, it's not something that you just shut the door on and um, turn your back on. You, it's a very hard thing to separate a child from its mother. And even, even when... Your son has has done. Um, your child has done heinous uh, crimes and finished up in jail and so on. Those mothers still love their children, and there's something that God has put in us that uh, in a in a, a mother to have her heart always long for her children and uh, long for the best for her children. And I think. Um, Mothers have a unique role also to pray for their children and to plead with the Lord for their salvation. And my mother did that. She, she would pray with me every, every night in bed before I went to sleep. She'd read the Bible to me. And um, she would always be there to encourage. She would always be there to um, not to condemn but to, to always support me in what I was doing. And so... So, woman, you have a wonderful opportunity to express the image and often the first image that a child ever gets of God is through your face and through your actions and through what you do in life. I know it's impossible to be the perfect mother, but with God's help, all things are possible. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just... um, We pray your blessing on every mother here this morning. And know we've had that anthem or that uh, blessing that we've we've sung before, but Lord, we do pray that your blessing would be upon them. Your blessing would be upon them that they might shine as beacons, as as lights to to, uh, steer them towards you, to bring them to you. 
nor that their encouragement might be um, something that is life-changing in their training and in their uh, bringing, bringing them up that they would early come to you and accept you as their saviour. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.